Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Here joining me on our Christmas special, Mr. Lee Hancock. What's going on, guys? Lee here. How are you, mate? Well. Most nice. wonderful time of the year, is it not? It is. I mean, it's beautiful outside. Had a number down at the beach today. It's very nice. Mate, the waves. You're a bit of a beach baby, oh, are you? freezing. No, every time I hop in the water, I feel like I'm about to die because of how cold it is. But um, mate, no, it's still good. I'm with you. I, put, yeah. I dipped my big toe in today, and it was <laughs> mighty chilly. But uh, nevertheless, we got a couple of raised stats. But it has been a beautiful day down here in Hobart. Also joining us, now you wouldn't believe it's summer with the kitties got on for any of our YouTube watchers out there, but rocking the Christmas jumper, Mr. Roe Hancock, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm in the festive spirit. You toasty? Oh, mate, it's... uh, Look, it's 30 degrees today, 30 degrees Celsius, and I just thought, look, it's the Christmas episode, mailbag (laughs) episode, let's just put this kit on. It's probably going to be only on for the next few minutes or so, but... you know, you, you've you've made your point now, haven't you? You've got to dress appropriately, I think, for these kind of episodes. So, yep, glad to be here. Absolutely. This is, for us, like I know for myself and I reckon I speak on behalf of all of us, this is our most highly anticipated episode of the, of our the year. Uh, we love it. The Christmas episode, uh, We it's now a bit of a tradition. We fire up the mailbag. Once again, I'll answer all of your hard-hitting questions, basketball and non-basketball related. Um, and then we, uh, you know, we sink a couple of beverages as well. Now we do love, you know, we we are on the on the tins today. Yeah. What tins are we on? Uh, we're on the Mercury ciders for myself and Roy. They seem to be a bit of a favourite amongst Nick and I. They are an absolute staple mark. They are potent as anything. We mean, not sponsored, but you're uh, on the uh, black zero sugar, might I add, on a real health kick. But um, you know, it wouldn't be. You know, something always goes wrong today. For any of our YouTube listeners, this episode, we are currently experiencing some wicked lag, aren't we? Oh, that's ridiculous. Mm, we love that. We love that. For all of our audio <laughs> listeners, you certainly get the full uh, the full experience, don't yeah, you? So, do. nevertheless, we will push on. We are up and about today. Before we get into it, though, uh, I just want to give my own personal shout out. Um, I'm not sure if she'll be listening or not. She's got a bit of a free time on her hands now. But a big shout out to my mum, Roz. Um, she's currently yes. in the old hospital ward. Uh, she yeah. snapped her tibia, her fibula, mm-hmm. and she's broken her hip as of the other other night. So she's uh, in the ward at the minute. We'll be there for quite a while. But, uh, you know, I don't think you've got too much else to do. Probably cooped up in bed for quite an extensive period of time. But, you know, a big shout out to you if you are... You listen to this one, you know, I'm certainly thinking of you. and Likewise. Um, yeah, a bit going on there, so certainly not ideal at this time of the year, but nevertheless, uh, we will get through it and push on. Love it. Don't love the injury. Don't love, love, the, love the show. Have, just quickly, have either of you guys broken a bone before? No, yeah. I was saying to you before the before the pod, I'd, I'd struggle to think of many injuries worse than a broken leg in terms of just pure Mate, pain. I, I said to you guys before we came on the air, this was full, like, movie spec. Like, this was... <laughs> One one half of the legs going one way and the others mm. going another way. Yeah. It's like you don't think it's the real when you see it in the movies. It's like yeah yeah yeah. You know you can touch up anything in movies, Absolutely. but I was like oh shit, oh mm. we are in it now. But yep. um, nevertheless, you came we to the will, rescue though. Nick. I am. I I did as best I could. I can't <laughs> say I was much help, but I did a little bit there. Um, let's get into it though, guys. A massive episode. Our last one before we have our little Christmas break next week. We will do a couple of quick odds and ends initially. Uh, and then we'll get into our mailbag. Big thank you to everyone that sent questions in. 
But let's stop pissing around. Come on, let's get into it. Odds and ends. I might kick us off. Go ahead. Should I kick us off? Right. I'll kick us off. I'll kick us off with probably the biggest talking point to come out of the week. Um, now, it's the... Forgive me if I pronounce this wrong. Is it the Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. There you go. Thanks, yep. mate. The Omicron st- uh, strain of the coronavirus. It has absolutely... It is really... The virus is, you know, taking off once again. It's really running rampant on the league. Yeah, um, yep. You know, we've, we mentioned last week games being shut down with the Bulls. And the players are just... Each and every single day, you know, more and more players are being shut down due yeah. to this. It's getting to the point now, isn't it? Like, it's, it's getting to the point where we're going to have more and more, I think, stoppages to games, postponements, and potentially, do you reckon we're headed towards a lockdown, possibly? I mean, possibly. I think it gets um, a bit more like amplified when some of the bigger name players go into COVID protocols. Mm. Yep. Um, you, you think of some of the smaller name players, you don't really care. But when you hear the Zach Levine, you hear the De'Aaron Foxes, Giannis's. Go, Giannis going into COVID, it, it scares you and opens your eyes up a bit more. Yep. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they went back into a bubble type format. Um, it I know they're really reluctant because they released the first half of the schedule and tickets were purchased. Everything it was all really set in place. Yeah, yeah. But there be, there comes a certain point, doesn't there, where you've got to, you know, regardless of the monetary side of things, you know, you at this rate we saw the Nets the other day and other teams they're getting the bare like eighths the minimum yeah. amount of players you're able to have before it's shut down. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a few teams that are really getting on that edge now. So mm. for yourself, Roy, do you think we could be headed towards a bit of a shutdown? Well, we've received like so so much indication so far that it could be heading that way. Yeah. Um, I certainly don't think that like as much as as you were mentioning, like they might lose out massively on the monetary side yeah. of things, but. You know, at some point, you've just got to put players' safety and you've got to put, you know, the, the country's safety mm. and ultimately the world's safety um, at the highest um, sort of regard. So, Well, it's scary, uh, isn't it? Just like slightly digressing without taking away from mm. what you're saying there. But this week in, in Tasmania in Hobart here, we've reopened our borders to mainland Australia and already I think we're three cases in, mm. which for us is quite scary. We're the little island nation down the bottom of Australia, for anyone who doesn't know. And it, it is like this particular strain is really quite damaging and is really taking off once again. Yeah. Um, and I know we've really been quite lucky here. We're somewhat isolated, but now the borders have reopened. You know, for us, I think it would only take a couple more cases before mm. we start looking at a potential lockdown again. Yeah. So, so I'll give you three <laughs> options and you tell me what you think would be the most likely. Do you think the NBA is likely to keep going as per normal? Do you think yep. the NBA is likely to go into a bubble scenario a yep. la, the la, two seasons ago? Yep. Or do you think the NBA is likely to shut up shop completely for the season, for the time being at least? I think option three, I think likely to shut down possibly just just for like a two week period yeah. just to get you know everything it won't be long not for long um i don't think they would want to go back into a bubble situation it was that was more just for the playoffs where they could cut down the amount of team like if you're doing it for the whole league yeah, yeah. the amount of money that would cost the amount of organization that would cost I, it's far greater than what they had down in orlando there with the actual just <laughs> sure. kind of the playoff playing teams mm. so i don't think that'll happen but i think Possibly we could be be on our way to a bit of a, a shutdown because mm. it is becoming really prominent in the league. And I know we were just speaking off air before we came on. It's absolutely dicking our fantasy yeah. teams, isn't it? We oh, are getting absolutely. hammered with it. So 
um, you know, certainly keep an eye out for that. Mm, yeah. Other news from around the league, fellas. I'll take <laughs> us away once again. During the week, it was really a historic moment. Steph Curry breaking the all-time threes record, surpassing Ray Allen. It was 2,973, Four. 74. Yeah. yeah, 74 that's the record. That's what got him over the line. Yeah, yeah, that's what got him over the line. A phenomenal moment done in... What is arguably, no, it's not even arguably, it is the mecca of basketball, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Um, You know, I was at work as this was happening. We had it on the big screen at work, which was a treat. And to be honest, as it happened, and like how it played out afterwards, you know, all the hugs, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller was there, how it all played out, it nearly um, brought a bit of, no, I actually felt not so much tears, but a bit emotional, like it was... It is sporting history, mm. not just basketball history. It's sporting history, and it's something that, like, it's it's been a bit of a while coming now, and we've spoken about for how long. Like, he is the greatest shooter, no doubt about it, but he mm. can officially put claim to that title now. Yeah. It's um, one of those moments, isn't it, that you can look back in, you know, 40, 50 years and say, I was... Yeah. You can you remember the moment yep. that you saw it. Um, yep. So, it, it's going to go down, and it has gone down in history, and... Oh my goodness. I tell you like, what, the only thing that would have made it better, what? the only thing... Puts up a half-court heave. Half-court, not a half-court, a Devontae Graham three-quarter <laughs> oh, heave from me. 62 feet. Mention that maybe in a moment. Yeah. Friend, of uh, friend of the show. He's back as a friend of the show yeah, after a, a shot like now. that. Oh, he's always a friend. <laughs> but, um, you know, it would have been awesome to see Draymond Green make the assist. Andrew Wiggins, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got in there, but... Uh, like it, it was just even after the game, seeing Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, and those three together. Mm. What's crazy to think is, is probably in maybe oh, it's hard to say a season's time, maybe half a season, uh, a season and a half's time. Mm. James Harden will be oh. number two on that list. Yeah. Do you reckon he will go to number two? Uh, he he's not far behind yeah. Ray and Reggie at all. He will be there in probably a year and a half, at, of, if that. Out of my however many years of watching basketball. I'd say that would have to be the the time where I'm like, yep, this is a this is a point in history that I'm there for. But it tied with like LeBron yeah. bringing a championship to the Cavs. But the thing know? is with Steph, like I as a Lakers fan and I'm a LeBron fan through and through. I mm. think he's, you know, we can argue all day and as many basketball fans can about who the greatest of all time is. But in terms of who's revolutionized the game the most, it's it is Steph. You look at if you go down and watch kids now playing, they're just jacking up threes like it's going out of fashion. You look mm. at the correlation between when Steph came in in the league with how many threes were taken to now, mm. and it's just ridiculous. We look at the lag on the YouTube. The lag is absolutely phenomenal. It's going crazy. I My, did that three seconds ago. Oh, this is awesome. So we we love technical difficulties. We um. He has. He's revolutionary. He, he has. And, and it was I, it was a bit stupid, like, saying Stephen A. Smith was like, I love Stephen A., don't don't get me wrong, but he was, like, trying to make, give Steph Curry a case um, as the, the greatest of all time over LeBron. Like, that's just straight up. Well, I, I oh, well, well. Oh, you, you want to go into this? No, here? Not but, for the debate segment. No, <laughs> not for the debate, but do you think, like, and I, we posed this on our, and our, our socials this week, this post actually gained quite a lot of traction, I will mm. say. Um, that, um, like is Steph making a case, he's not in the top two, is he starting like top 10, top five, top 10? Is he in that debate, in that conversation as, you know, one of the greatest of all time? Well, the thing with the greatest of all time is, um, I think any goat needs to bring a lot of versatility. Has he not? 
Yeah, I mean he's a he's a great three point shooter and he can get to the he can get to the basket. I don't I'd say he's probably the him and Magic, like probably the greatest point of all time, but I don't think he has a case. Maybe in the top ten he does, but not in top five but of do, all time. Okay, let's pose it this way then. At the end of his career, thirty three now, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um when it's all said and done, possibly another MVP this year, mm. possibly another finals this year, maybe a finals MVP. Let's speaking hypothetically, mm. is there the case then? His resume it is starting to stack up yeah. with the records he's broken, with the accolades he's received, with the way he is just transformed the game. Is there starting to become a case, Roy, for him to be in that conversation? He has to be in the conversation already, <laughs> I would have thought. Yep. Um, but particularly given he's so... He's still young in the scheme of things. Like, mm. he's 33 and... He's often, in his prime. Often players at 33 years of age, we'd be starting to think, okay, their decline of their career is sort of around the corner. Not for Steph. Steph's... I reckon Steph will be valuable for his team, whether it be the Golden State Warriors or any other team in the league, yep. until his very last game, because he's not... Like, yes, a lot of his game is, you know, off the ball stuff as well, yep. like trying to get to that position to get an open shot. But he's just... He's the, way the he greatest plays, shooter we've ever seen. Nick. The way he plays, he can go to 40. Just yeah. He can transform his game to just sit... Like, he's doing everything now. Yeah. He's phenomenal, but he can transform that just to be a spot-up shooter. Oh, he can be a clay, you yep. know, later yeah. in his career. And it, I, I'm becoming, uh, it probably became more hard hitting this week once he broke the record. Mm. But I think there is starting to, it's going to gain more, I guess, traction in the public eye that he can be in that top top five conversation of all time because he is phenomenal. Um, and it's not recency bias. You look at his longevity, what he's done. He's transformed a franchise. He's transformed a whole a whole sport, mm. and it's um, it's wicked to see. It was a phenomenal moment, and it was awesome just seeing that out outlet of emotion, mm. like yes. how much it meant to him. Yeah, the, the kind of the scream and the you know just the celebration. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was a wicked moment. So it was awesome to see and to see live, um, and just witness sporting history. So a big shout out to Steph Curry. Oh, incredible! Uh, it'll be awesome. To, like he is going to absolutely <laughs> this record. As we said, Harden will jump to number two and. You know, past Ray Allen's mm. previous record, he's better than he's only thirty three. Like he's going to set such a I, high benchmark. Well, what do you reckon? When it's all said and done, I reckon we're looking at about four five. I reckon we're looking at probably four and a half thousand. What, what is it? Two thousand like nine. He's nearly. He's just. He's pretty well three thousand. I'd have to have a better look at it, but I reckon you're close. Four to, to being four and a half, I reckon. That's yep. very high, but actually, but he, like you said, he's revolutionised the game. More people are putting up through. The other thing is, in the later stages of his career, and let's hope he doesn't get injured in the later stages of his career. But like the first few years of his career, he was very injury prone. Yep. Um, he had a season a few years ago where he hardly played a game. Yep. Um, so let's hope that like going forward, he he will play enough games to sort of. Make up for the games that he's Absolutely. missed. Yeah, so... Oh. Steph Curry, big shout-out. What a moment. Incredible stuff there. Better news that I'm sick about. I'm sick to death about it, and you probably know where I'm going for this. We're just, like, getting right up towards Zion coming back. Oh, no. And he's out for another four to six weeks because of some injection in his... Yeah, complications. Foot ...or something. It's I'm really getting it. worrying, isn't it? And it's such a shame because I truly believe coming into the league and even what we saw initially, and we, we spoke about this. I think we all said mm. that he has the potential to be all-time, like an all-time talent with his physical capabilities. Mm. What his ceiling is, it's just, you know, you can't you can't put a ceiling on him. 
But now you start to think, well, you know, these injuries are really starting to add up. And I think it was last week or the week before we were sort of talking about, is it worth sitting him for the year at this point, yeah. knowing that the Pelicans aren't going to be making an impact? Is it worth sitting him? And now the fact that he's out for another six weeks, it just becomes that more of a sort of... A stronger case for stronger it, doesn't case, it? absolutely. So I... And it just goes to my point a few weeks ago where I said that I feel like Zion is becoming one of these players who may, may potentially be sort of injury riddled throughout the course of yeah. his career and he might not be able to reach his potential i really hope that's not the case in saying that we look at the first few years of his career and it's just been injury riddled it hasn't yet it's funny to think he is one of i think it's was it six players is it 21 and under to reach 2000 points or anthony edwards joined that elusive club mm. this week yeah you don't think it because you just think of the time he's missed yeah and it's um it's such a shame I think we said the other week, it's such a shame for Pelicans fans out there, um, just purely for the fact that I think they thought that... Expectations. and the, the thought that they'd pretty well won the lottery yeah. when they when they drafted number one and with Zion as their pick. You know, it was really... All things were set in motion for it to really explode. And even this season, you know, you've got Valanchunas, Ingram, mm. and say Zion as that key core... You know, there's, there was hope there. Something that we as NBA fans have to take into account more is the fact that even though these players have really high potential, we need to take into account how durable they're likely to be throughout the course of their career. Mm. Now, sometimes it's out of your control. We look at Derek Rose. We wouldn't have picked when he had that first injury. Like, he was he, he was heading in the probably straightest upwards direction that you've ever seen in your life. But just the old vertical vertical trajectory, you reckon there, Ro? He was just going straight up, and I think you both could agree. <laughs> but we look at Zion Williamson, and there was always a little bit of a concern about yeah. his, I well, guess, weight. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Chuck the weight. No, no, no but saying? apparently he's clocking in at 330 pounds. Uh, yeah. What's that in kegs? That, yo, what's a... What's a la, 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 Do oh, the quick conversion. Quick conversion. What are you looking at? Probably 110, 120 kilos, maybe? I don't yeah. mind if you... Actually, I do No, mind. more than that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. But, like, who mm. who's getting these weight calculations? I don't I don't know if I believe that's 100% yeah. true. I but think that's so amplified by the media and, like, saying, oh, he's, now he's fat and stuff. Like, without a doubt, the media try to blow things up. But oh, in saying that, yeah. he, he's... He's gang. You wouldn't want him to blow up anymore, though. The, like. the, the, the <laughs> no, white. you can't say. That. The, no, you can. The weight thing is is a concern. Red flag. <laughs> red flag. Where's the red flag? But at, at, you know, I each to their own. But as a professional athlete, like your body is the vessel for your success. It is, yeah. And yeah. for a guy as as him, you know, it's like it, it does play such a key part of it. Well, you need to get up and down the floor. You've got a fairly young team with you, like who are going to play probably a pretty high yeah. tempo brand of basketball. For sure. Yet your franchise player, the guy you're building around, you know, who's to say he he might be able to get up and down the court at three hundred and thirty pounds. Who knows? But you, you. My my only hope is I I hope he's over this next four to six weeks. I hope he's not on his couch eating like Doritos and Mountain Dew and playing Call of Duty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope he's actually putting in work because I, he's in my bad books right now. I heard some news saying he was falling asleep during film. I did say that. And that he was skipping rehab. Yeah. Like now, he, was that made up by the media or was that true? Like we The got, rehab bit. No, the falling asleep. In- <laughs> oh, I reckon my been true. I heard this from a few outlets <laughs> as well. But, but, that's but unbelievable. It, but I reckon the skipping rehab bit was might have been true. If you, I know you may not be dedicated to your team that you're at I was currently. about to say, do you think that's partly because if it, if he was, say, at the Lakers or a really prominent franchise, do you think his motivation would be higher? Oh, without a doubt. But, like, you need some self-motivation and, like, for individual success. Absolutely. Mm. You can't just be eating, you know. I'm not going to say what he shouldn't. Eating Doritos. <laughs> well, a guy, I'll transition to a guy who's made a stunning comeback to the league. This is something we've been clamoring for for so, oh, so yes. long. It makes me so happy. It warms my heart. Um, Isaiah Thomas, yeah. you know, what an absolute journey and battle it's been for him. His career, like, you just can't script this stuff. He was drafted no. 60th. Um, at his interview, he literally, you know, there was no press. There was no anything. He had one for Sacramento. He had one, uh, it was a season um, ticket holder there. Uh, a fan there. One fan turned up to his kind of media conference. Mm. He went on, you know, 13 MVP voting, dealt with the blow of losing his sister, put in mm. incredible playoff performances, and has just battled so, so hard with injuries. Mm. Yet he's, like, he is honestly the ultimate underdog. Yep. And it was wicked. Uh, the Lakers have offered him a 10-day contract. So, sorry, let me just go back one step. Go one step, me. because it's been a stunning week for him. He... Made his G League debut this week. It was for the sorry the Grand Rapids Gold, so Denver's affiliate. He put up 47, uh, 43 points, 6 rebounds, Jeez. 8 assists. So in his G League debut, and that was enough to warrant the Lakers offering him a 10-day contract. Mm-hmm. Um, 2018, he suited up for the Lakers. So an awesome, I guess, comeback to the purple and gold there. Today against the Wolves, they went down pretty convincingly in what was an ordinary game. But um, IT, 20 minutes he played, dropped 19 points. I think he was the leading scorer for the team he might have ended as. So, you know, I certainly hope, and I know we are all hoping for, that he can actually find consistent game time, consistent, you know, health. And can I think he's 32 now. Mm, So, you know, he's still got a few years left. So certainly hope that he can... um, you know, really find a solid, solid position within the league once again. I was saying to you before the pod, though, just quickly, Nick, that he was sort of reminiscent of Carmelo, not in the fact that their careers have panned out the same way, but certainly in the fact that they've been out of the league for an extended period of time. There's been a lot of people scratching their head as to why that is the case, yep. um, given how they performed at We've their seen, absolute If you just rework the roles that they're in, we've seen what Carmelo's done in Portland. Yes. You know, just yeah. transitioning into that sixth-man role. He was just phenomenal last season for the Blazers, and he's carried it on to the Lakers this season. Mm -hmm. You know, if IT can, you know, kind of, I guess, go in that same mould, then, you know, that is a very, very handy pickup. Do you think he went into that G League game knowing that he had to show out? Oh, absolutely. Knowing. He knew all eyes were on him in that game. And, geez, he did himself every... Every All it takes is one big showing and, you know, to be honest, here we I, go. I didn't think he'd get picked up after one big game. I know it was a pretty massive game, 43 points. but um, And I don't think by any means Lakers jumped the gun at all because 
times you look at some of the other players in the league and you think, how you are look, they in the league and IT isn't? And you look at his history of work as yeah. well, when he's healthy, he's what he can do, you know, top three MVP voting, as we alluded to. So he's certainly, you know, not a nobody off the street. So And it coincided very well with Russell Westbrook being out of the team as yeah. well. So yeah. he's got that sort of increased responsibility, at least while Russell Westbrook's out. So it's his time over the next 10 days or so yep. show to out. show out. Yeah. I love it. IT, big congratulations, mate. We all here have been, you know, as I said, I'll use the word again, clamoring for your return. Wicked to see. and One word, deserving. Just and so as a Lagos fan, I love it. Yeah, I am absolutely good. chomping at the bit to see what he can do and hope good mm. things. Lads, anything else from odds and ends? No. no. Uh, just a short one today. Yeah, we wasn't touched on it. It wasn't short. A couple of points, but we touched on them in depth. I'll tell you what. I'm getting hot in this. Take game. it off, Hang mate. On, that no. jumper. It's, uh, did I take it? <laughs> mate, no, you are not. It's, it's summer here. You it's continue. 30 degrees today. You cannot be wearing the jumper. Oh. Um, but there you go, mate. There you go. Take it off. Get the kit off. Get the rig out. Just quickly, you don't want to see the rig. Now. You, you fellas, been hitting the gym lately? Yeah. You had, no, have you? Yeah. Yeah. I've been for only like three days a week, but doing a split, so you got to do what you got to do. Good stuff. Row yourself, hitting the iron. Yeah. Well, iron paradise. Isn't that obvious, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, that's what I would think no, because it pisses me off because you know I do. Hit it hard. Go for it, really. Hey, would you consider yourself at this point a gym junkie? We don't like that phrase, but would you consider yourself a gym junkie? I'm going Monday to Friday every morning, getting in a good good hour and a, hour and a half session on the protein powder, on the BCAs, BCAAs, you know, your amino acids, whatever else, performance-enhancing drugs there. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just not seeing the results. Oh, no. Look, you know, no, hey, go, yeah, come on, look oh, at They're coming, they're coming. It's frustrating. that you got the metabolism of a, like, it's Ethiopian. very fast. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> nevertheless, I'll keep plugging away. This is, um, I'm hoping over this little Christmas period, put on a couple of kegs. Yep. And, uh, dirty yeah. Dirty bulk it. Yeah, dirty bulk it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. You don't have to tell me twice. Let's get into it, though, lads. Let's go. Whew. Just pre- premise what the segment is, then I want to say something. Go ahead. Hmm? What? Right, I. So this is a, a segment Daily Dribble listeners will be familiar yeah. with. We do it a few times a year. We fire up the mailbag episode. All of our listeners, our faithful listeners out there, send in their questions, basketball, non-basketball related. Little point today, a lot of them are non-basketball related, mm. which we enjoy. Some real fun ones today, Christmas themed. But, you know, we just plug away. We often, with these mailbag episodes, these are... Some of our uh, our most notable drinking episodes, which we're a huge fan of here. For any of our younger listeners out there, I know we have quite a, a younger, uh, we have a very mixed audience here at the Daily Dribble. But drink yes. responsibly, absolutely. You know, there's nothing worse than waking up with your head in the toilet bowl. We've all been there, haven't we? Never Some a, more than others. Uh, it's never a nice feeling. Never a nice feeling. So <laughs> drink responsibly. But um, yeah, we answer your your hard hitting questions. The preface I wanted to say is I know I haven't, and from the sound of the thing before the pod, you guys haven't too much either. But I have had the slightest look at these questions, so these are going to be straight off the dome, which is probably we how like. We nat- want it. I think we like natural responses. That's the yeah. thing. We don't want to do. We don't want to be too orchestrated. You know, knowing all the questions, so. Some of these we're going to be hearing for the first time, I reckon. Just, oh, I, I just love it. And this is where these episodes go. Slightly digressing here. When you said orchestrate, my mind went to orchestra. So if you were in a band, you know, you, you can't say you can't say you're the conductor. You can't say you're the big chief. But what do you reckon you're doing? Are you on the brass, the woodwind? What instrument are you going for in the orchestra? Is there like drums in orchestra? 
Uh, well, let's let's yes. go. What instrument are you playing then? You reckon you're on the drums? Oh, instrument. I'm let's ke- go with that. Then. If I instrument, I'm keyboard. Keyboard warrior. Yeah. Yes, you are. Would you call <laughs> vocals an instrument? I would. Well, I'd be late vocals. Yeah. No, I think that's pretty clear and plain to see. Here you go. Again, we'll go on a on a different tangent. Yep. This is where these episodes go. Grade eight. Yes. Best decision I ever did. We all had to pick a uh, a. a Instrument. An instrument. There we go. That's, Thank you. That's the Got the word out. <laughs> I uh, I selected vocals. And you, oh, no, I did. No, you did. I had a mate. He was like, "I'll give you ten bucks if you do it." And I was like, "Mate, I'd do it for five, but I did it for ten. Ten and, bucks in grade eight is like a hundred. Mate, that's a lot of canteen <laughs> money. But literally, that's a lot of yoga. The, the teacher had come in and he's like, "You know how you going? You going well?" I was like, "Mate, headphones are in. I'm just singing away." Not really, but um, as the biggest bludge off year, the biggest bludge off class, had an absolute blast. It was wicked and easiest ten bucks I ever made. So <laughs> goodness me! So that technically that would have earned you about five hundred yogurt frogs at the camp. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, re- reinvested. Yeah, yeah, five hundred. All right, yeah, lads. There we go. There we go. Wow. Belly full of yogurt frogs. <laughs> I haven't had them for a while. So, but nevertheless, this... ladies. Like... <laughs> one by one, She's all five hundred the of them. <laughs> Far out. Here we go. Well, let's probably em- only Australians will know that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably an Australian primary school. You reckon thing, the ma- the frogs? I don't know. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. American yogurt, yogurt, yogurt frogs. <laughs> if you haven't tried them, be sure to. Unreal stuff. Uh, let's answer our first question here. A big shout out from Chris. Chris Swick, uh, host of the At the Depth of Dark Side podcast. Yeah. We've mentioned Chris before. Huge yeah. fan of everything he does in the mental health space. Um, this is probably one of, I just want to put a little note on this, one of, if not my favourite question we've been asked before. Goodness me. So he's fun. asked, now I want to get this right, you've been given an elephant, you can't give it away or sell it, what would you do with it? Now oh. I, I've, I, as soon as it came to me, I had a, an answer. That's such a curly question, but it's such a good question. It's such, it is a curveball, we, you know, we said... Going into it, basketball, non-basketball questions, and this is, you know, the epitome of what a non-basketball question is. So I'm here for it. You want to kick us off then? I reckon you've got an answer. I do know. have an answer. As soon okay. as it came, like I am, I think of myself. I'm a hustler. I love, I love side hustles. I love money. You're gonna uh, flip the elephant. I'm not gonna flip the <laughs> elephant. I'm not gonna flip the elephant. <laughs> Tell you what, I need a big truck to flip it. Um, I would, I would monetize the elephant. I'd be setting up a little rink, you know, kids come and jump on the elephant, two bucks a pop, you get to have a couple of minutes, get to pat it, okay. feed it some peanuts. Okay. Then, you know, Matt Damon movie, anyone who's seen it, we bought a zoo. Right. You know, yeah. my, once I build up some money off the elephant, elephant, you know, I'm going to the bank, I'm, I'm seeking out a loan, okay. and I'm setting up my own zoo. And I'm, I'm having a movie instead of Matt Damon. You've got it all worked We out, bought a zoo too. I've got tigers and gorillas and... Where bloody... are you getting the money from to get like... From the elephant. From the Everyone elephant. wants all to right. jump on it. In, here in Tassie, <laughs> how many elephants are there? If I, if many, I start promoting, many. you know, in India, elephant rides, I'm getting, a, you know, a couple of bob a pop. I'm showing okay. that it's a marketable asset. Yep. And we're here for it. We got we got a zoo. Yeah, zoo zoo do here is gone. Is like like government. Like who's gonna let you? Like if we're being completely logical, I hate to be logical, but like if we if we're being logical, who's gonna let you set up a rink for kids to come ride elephants? Well, it could be it could be adults. liability. Do you need to sign consent before you hop on the elephant? He's <laughs> bringing out the consent. Well, the, uh, bringing like, out the it, rules and regulations. Because I read this question and I still don't have an answer as of right now. So I'm still trying to think. But like if you're jumping through loops, like you need to think. Yeah. Think oh, about man, I'll, I'll have forms I'll have waivers and disclaimers and right. everything under the sun 
All I'm seeing is dollar signs at the minute. And that, that elephant, if I can't sell it or, or get rid of it, it is a cash cow. Can't yep. sell it or get rid of it. Yeah. You're not a businessman. You're a business. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Okay. What have you guys got for us from Chris there? Look, I reckon... Chris, is such a good question, but it's one that's difficult to answer. Look, I reckon... Just the commute into town. Now, look. <laughs> Be a long bloody we, commute. We, we don't like waiting in traffic. I think we can all agree on this. We don't like waiting on the highway, waiting to get into town. How about we make an elephant lane on the left-hand side of the street? We come stomping down the highway. <laughs> we come stomping down the highway with... With old oh, mate, me on the back, just giving it a... <laughs> you got the horse whip on it. I'll start at 8.30, get going. Get going. <laughs> <laughs> over the bridge I go into the city. Like, I don't think many people think about how convenient that would be, having the elephant lane there. No, Thoughts? Lane. You, I'm... Oh, I tell you what, if you had the whip and you got the pace up a little bit... Yep. <laughs> they, they can move, though, can't they, the oh, old elephant? They elephants? can if they're running. If you had your own designated elephant lane... <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> yeah, you might start a. Tra- you could be a trailblazer uh, and set the trend. Elephants could be here, there, and everywhere. I don't realize. I don't think people realize how long it takes to get into town. Sometimes, yeah. So I reckon get into the old EL, the old elephant lane, and away you go. <laughs> Stop but, it. Um, here you yeah, go. There you go. I love it, Lee. What have you got? We've both given pretty logical answers. I th- I've. Th- I don't I think. even need to like ask how logical Rose is because that's that's <laughs> flat out. That's flat out a joke. But that's flat out here for it. I yes. reckon. You, oh, you can't get rid of it. I, I get the not selling bit because I'd sell it in a you know snap of a finger. Oh, you can't give it away and you can't sell it. That was you the can't question. Give it, give it away to someone for their profit. Okay, can I like set it free into the wild? What a shit answer! <laughs> what a shit answer! Okay, you, so I, got I, David I first, Attenborough over to oh, the left here. And now, <laughs> what a rip off answer! You're just mate. You're here in Tassie. Where's it going to run? Well, I, to be honest, I didn't hear... No, not into the Tassie wild. I'd, I'd fly well, what, over. You, you're going to fly the elephant over. <laughs> you're going to ship him over. Yeah. You're going to ship him over on okay. the spirit of Tasmania. Let's put it this way. On the plane, you pay about 200 extra bucks for about five kilos. How much are you going to be paying for a tonne? <laughs> a fair bit. The freight's going to be through the roof, mate. you have to start selling a couple of kidneys. I mean, the that... plane will take off and it will go... <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you, so you're the you're you're taking oh. the wildlife warrior approach. Yeah, I'm taking the wild. But like oh. yours is the only answer that like you can you can make. I I'd say that too. Make, Feasibly, see, make profit. Like no one's making an elephant. Lane you can't for, say the old EL. For, oh, come on. <laughs> for one elephant in Tassie, I don't even think we have el- one elephant in Australia oh. or in Tassie. You know? You're yeah. into 2021. Is what there I you say. go, mate, Chris? By far, you know we love everything you do, but that is. One of the best... Cool. As soon as I read it, I was like, that is gold. That's shocking. I love it. Let's carry on. We've still got a bit to get through. So, big shout out. Big. Do we say big friend of the show? Do I Do I say big girlfriend of the show? Oh, what do I say? Shout out to Annabelle. Sister Annabelle Hancock. Sister. You guys get sister, to say sister. I get partner. To... Lover. Daughter. Um, daughter. Just any <laughs> friends. Let's go. On. Come on. She's okay. got a couple of questions here. Bust out the lover. Jeez. Uh, Goodness me. Didn't need to bring that in. Oh, come on. We're all friends here. <laughs> watch you, watch you, out. We'll see how that goes. She asks, do you guys have any upcoming guests? And what is your favourite part of the podcast? Well, 
Oh, we've always got upcoming. Ge- we've, we're always looking into it, aren't we? The th- yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like at the moment, we don't have anything locked in locked in stone, but at, also we've we're always on the lookout for people who we think might yep. sort of complement the show. And um, I think we're always we're always talk. We're trying to talk to people. We're you know it's sometimes where we are, isn't it? It's hard to kind of wrangle the the time zones and the. Whatever else, but we're we're active. We're always actively searching for people to, it's to jump con- on. It's a constant hustle to get people on the show, isn't it? Yeah. It is. But, carry, um, carry on. What's your favourite part then? Favourite part. Favorite yeah. part. I've I've said this to you, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this every single week, or at least most weeks. But I think just being able to have a dedicated time after the long work week, mm. and I think we can all appreciate this. You you slaving away throughout the week, five days <laughs> working a week, for the man. Day. And then you get to the week and you get to Saturday and you know that the podcast is there and you get to spend at least one hour. Getting chatting, dry humped ch- by the man. Chatting about a passion. Chatting about a passion. You, you get dry humped, Nick. And, um, <laughs> absolutely. But just um, just getting that hour to spend with, you know, really close mates yeah. to chat about something that you're super passionate about. You know, we've... It's it's not even a monetary thing or a popularity thing. I yep. think at the end of the right, day, like it's been for us the whole time. We know? were we were doing the podcast, but, but but it's nice to have it. But I think we would. We you want to send pod- us some money? If we're here for it. <laughs> we, we we wouldn't turn it away. No. But at the end of the day, I think <clears> um, we were doing the podcast when we had you know five listeners. We were doing yep. the podcast when we had. 20 followers so it's not really a popularity or money thing even though it would be nice but um i think it's just chatting about something you're passionate about at the end of the work week absolutely what about you guys lee what have you got me i mean when i heard this question i spring to like my favorite moments in the podcast and then it brings it to segments whatnot but i'd say my favorite part is uh, like i love talking about what's happened through the week with basketball but i love bringing the segments which you create a bit of, you know, diversity. A hundred percent. You think about you think about the debates and you think about the quiz podcasts, just the ones that are, are really fun. And in yeah. turn with that, just some questions like this, like I, I like just I love talking about basketball. I, we have a basketball podcast, but just straying away from that and talking about life a bit and yep. just putting mm. it out there, it's it's fun. Agree. Hundred percent. I agree wholeheartedly with both points. Having an outlet is phenomenal um, for me, and it kind of comes back speaking to Annabelle earlier today, and she made a point. Um, I think what are what are we now? Are we we're just over two years uh, since you guys came on board, mm. and I think you know not not on the old emotional side, but I think really it has been for us all a really massive bonding um, project. Oh, yeah, I was, we were looking at videos. Yeah, and that's what yeah. Annabelle mentioned: looking at videos to yeah. before. You know, I've known you guys now six years. Yeah. Um, before the commencement of the podcast, you know, we were always, mm. you know, we always spoke to each other. Yep. We were all on really good terms, you know, everything of the kind. But now there's that real, you know. There's a bond. And there is. And not to get sentimental, but before the pod, you were simply not, no, you were Annabelle's girl, boyfriend, okay? Yeah, go You were Annabelle's boyfriend. And now, just like Ro, you're just like a brother. Yeah, absolutely. You are a brother. And I mean, before the podcast, we wouldn't say that you look like Marco Bena- Bellinelli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, think and that's, I think it just goes to show how close the podcast brings people. And I think as great. well, just quickly, I know for myself, and I reckon I can speak on behalf of you two, and I've certainly noticed it from all three of us, like everything that's come from it in terms of 
growth, like personal growth, not only like speaking wise. I yes. think we've all really developed in that aspect. You look at our first couple of episodes and ah oh, shit. It's kind of funny for anyone out there who's got some spare time, go look back on season one, our first couple of episodes, put it to now and see where we're at. But it's awesome, you know, what we've been able to do in terms of speaking to guests, you know, Matt Garrick from Big Brother, Vic Law, you know, all these people having really cultivating a strong following, you know, we're nearly on to 2,000 Instagram followers um, and just having, having built a bit of a community now. Community and also, like, personal growth. Yeah, like, 100%. Before the podcast, I was, like, and throughout my life, you, like, you just grow up. I had friends, but, like, you just, like, I was just, like, one of those, like, awkward Introverted people. people. Introverted people. Now I can talk. I'm literally, like, a leader at my workplace. You are, like, and you've mentioned hmm. that. And that is, like... <laughs> and, and it comes back to the podcast though because yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't talk how I do to people now if it wasn't for the potty because you're here but, and an it's audience. something as well in terms of mm. the speaking learning how to actually put together a podcast and just a quick shout out this is my bad I'll raise my hand for this one mm. for any of our podcast listeners out there I, I, I messed up last week I forgot to put the intro and outro in I'll wear no that one, one. no yeah, one noticed that yeah they? okay well, yeah I hope not but, you know, learning things like that, learning how to actually build a social media channel, learning, you know, all these new skills. And to be honest, the biggest thing now, I love, I love networking and I love, yeah. I love talking to people. Mm. I lo- like I went last night to Annabelle's Christmas dinner and just talking to, you know, a whole host of people. I find it so enjoyable hearing people's, you know, journey experiences, just talking to them. And a lot of that has come from the ability of learning to speak better on the podcast. Yeah. So. But great. you can also hear, but networking with people, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Nick, is you can also speak about ways that you can benefit them and they can benefit you at the same time. So. Mutually I, beneficial relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. We're here for it. So, yeah, we love it. Just had a look at the time. Mate, we are, we are up and about. We've gone Could through two questions. <laughs> so, let's rip through. Um. Question here from at Raptors Finest, your one-stop shop for all Raptors news and information. Yes. Thank you very much for the question. Now, what is your go-to Christmas film? Oh, me to go. Yeah. And this is going to be a bit of a curveball. Nick was having a look. I was doing a little bit of sneaky sneaky. Frozen <laughs> is a great film. Oh, are we going with Frozen, are we? Frozen? Hey, is that what you're going with? I might oh. do. I might oh, do. Yeah. Oh, I don't because know that. that is a great Great film, and uh, are you six? <laughs> oh, I know that's I, I know that's a demographic like six year olds, but I know out of however many listeners we have, there's at least one person that's like, yeah, he's right. It is a, it is a really well constructed film. Now, are you as your Christmas film? Hmm. We're not going favorite movie here. We're going Christmas film. <laughs> favorite movie. I know, favorite movie? Is that I know. and movie? The th- I had to look up. Is Frozen a Christmas movie? It's not per se a Christmas movie. There's, a, but there is a lot of snow in that movie. All right, there is a lot of snow. Yes. If, okay, Wait, what? If I had to go Christmas movies, Christmas full out movie, I'm going with Santa Claus Part Two. Because so how, you change your answer. How satisfying was that fake Santa Claus, the mean Santa Claus? Hey. And- you remember? That, that was satisfying. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Have you watched Santa Claus 2? Yeah, yeah. That's um, with Tim, Jack Frost as Tim well Allen, in that yeah. one, yes, isn't it? Yes. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Just quickly, come on. It, it, You're it, taking the piss. Okay, say that. I know there's one person out there that's like, yep, he's right. It is a really good film. 
Yeah, well, Nick Frozen's had... not a Christmas movie, man. Nick it, was... It's got a lot of snow. There's heaps yeah. of movies with snow that aren't Christmas movies. What are you talking about? Where's <laughs> where's one reference to Christmas in it? Uh, let it go. <laughs> oh, no. Fair oh, play. All right. Yeah. I'll Nick, give it to you just for that. Nick was saying earlier that we had a, have a young de- demographic. Uh, and no, no, not necessarily. How young? Six years old. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. We're just prom- we're promoting drinking on this episode. Yeah, I hope they're not six years old. You Ro- next? Um, can I guess yours? Can, yeah, because you, you thought you knew it coming in. I thought I knew yours coming in, and I reckon I'll put my house on this. <laughs> I reckon your favourite Christmas movie, Nick, is National Lampoon's Christmas what, Vacation. What is that? Absolutely. Without a doubt, uh, you you got it, hole in one, 100%, an absolute Chevy Chase masterclass as Clark Griswold. Now, I'll tie this again, I'll tie this movie in again a little bit later on with another question, but this is my ultimate Christmas movie. I absolutely love it. Every single time, it doesn't matter how many times I watch it, it has me in stitches, it has aged phenomenally well, and it is just... Have you have you both seen it? I haven't. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, ha- you haven't. No. Lee, this Christmas, I that's feel... my gift to you. This movie, <laughs> please watch it. Have you have you seen the other ones as well, Ro? The Vegas Vacation. This is, the... this is how I knew it was yours, Nick. Just before the podcast, we were discussing what each of ours might be, and Nick was saying, "Look, this is not only my favourite Christmas movie; it's my favourite series." <laughs> yeah, we know how much Nick loves a bit of old Chev Chase, and we absolutely. know how much Nick loves. A bit of National Lampoon, so I do. It's not. It's really no surprise. I, 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 I just, I can't speak highly enough of these movies. They just get me every single time. I think he's the ultimate character, um, the ultimate family man who tries his absolute darndest but doesn't quite succeed. I feel that's me. Yep. Sometimes I, his facial expressions are. That is some of the best acting you'll ever seen. Just the old, the old eyes. It's not going. as good as like Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. he's up there. It's, okay. Unbelievable stuff. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is by far my pick. I was tossing up, not tossing up, a close second, well, not a close second, but Home Alone. Yes. Uh, mate, good, was a, it was a contender, but Lampoon's takes it out for me. Go ahead. Ro. Now, okay, we're, we're thinking, I, I guess for me, I think of movies that when I was growing up in the prime of my childhood. <laughs> You're prime. prime. I, now, what, what movies were on at that time? What movies captured my heart? Now, for me, personally, I don't know if you guys share the love for this movie that I do, but Polar Express. Oh, yeah. Now, now if you're a 90s kid particularly, you're growing up and yeah. you're probably sort of teenager, sort of yeah. still in still in primary school growing up and you still got that that warmth of Christmas yeah. in your heart. It's not all about... It's, it's, it's a lot about presents and it's a lot about yeah. Santa Claus and you... You just want to, you just want to believe in the magic of it, and goodness me, Polar Express, one of those movies that really warms the heart. Mm. And that's, what, the, that's I, like the word for it, warming. I, I feel the magic in it absolutely. I see where you're going, and it's the just only, one of the the most nostalgic movies, Christ, in my opinion. Very Christmasy. The only thing is, the main character pisses me off a little bit. Yeah, not a huge fan. Yeah, and the chick as well, and it pisses me off a little <laughs> bit too. So the character. kind of two key characters piss me off. So you hate kids. <laughs> Right. So okay. I hate Christmas. Right. Okay. No, but I, I, I do like that for the sense like you do feel the nostalgia and you actually feel the like the real Christmas kind of relevance in it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, feel it, yeah. I didn't see that coming from you, Ro, you going no. the cartoon route. But oh. um, I was a kid once, Nick. I was yeah, a kid well, once. you wouldn't yeah, lie now, you old yeah. bastard, you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got a few greys coming through. I hate to admit Maybe it, you can ask for Christmas for a new set of hair. He's got some greys. Christmas me. Nick's just requested me bloody request a toupee. Donald Trump. I reckon just quickly, we can all probably request a new hairline as well. I'm not taking this hat off because if I take the hat off, you're going to see things that you wish you didn't see. Well, here we go. We'll tie it in with our next question from at Pineapple Pizza Pod. Again, a, a huge fan of theirs. Everything to do with mythology and cryptology. Oh, I love the triple P. Ah, we love yeah, it. Good. Absolutely. Play on words. We're here for it. Mm-hmm. They ask, what is your favourite holiday tradition? Ro, we might go to you first. Yeah. Holiday tradition. I mean, oh, don't knock off the mic, Nick. I know. I've I lost the, the plot now. The, the first thing that comes to mind is just as as sort of plain as it sounds, it's the most important thing in life and it's just having all of your family in the one place at the same time. I think there's very few times throughout the course of the year that you can have family get-togethers yeah. and I think Christmas Day is one of those days where... You, it all comes together. It all comes together and you realise what actually matters and don't want to sound too sappy, but, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's what truly matters, I think, um, catching up with family and spending that quality time. So I think that's the tradition that I've had throughout the course of my life yep. and looking forward to it again in another, what is it, seven days' time? Seven days' time as of today. One week till the big fat man comes down the chimney. Love yeah. it. Excellent. Lee, for yourself, what have you got your holiday, your Christmas tradition? I'm just trying to think, like... It's probably something to do with the anticipation of Christmas because that's always the best bit um, and more so when you were younger. Um, for, if we have, like, real young listeners, Santa's Santa still, still real. He's still he? there. But, of course he's real. Who but, else do you think delivers the present, you idiot? <laughs> but um, I'm just thinking more, more so, like, we'd leave cookies and milk out with a note and by the morning time they'd be eaten. Absolutely. And, and, I like, I, <laughs> and that's, like, my most prominent... Christmas memory and tradition, and yep. um, you still putting out the yeah, cookies I'm, and milk? I'm not, but while it's like not <laughs> oh, not so prominent, um, while it's not so prominent now, looking <laughs> back on that, I, I I like wake up on Christmas and be like, he really is real. <laughs> You're trying to stop him from turning out like Zion. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> trying, oh. to, trying to save those killer jewels. No, no, no but that that'd probably be the tradition. Like I, I swear, I used to like. <laughs> Pretend to hear like jingle bells on the roof too. Mate, I kid you not. One night, I swear I did. I, <laughs> at that point, I believed you was real. I've because, heard it before as well. Yeah, just like soak it up while you're a kid. Why as a kid he's still real now, isn't he? Of course. Yeah, okay. Yes. Well, right. I'll go with mine. Mine is um, you know, for me, uh, I'm with you on the family sense, all that good stuff. But my tradition is, and just in the last couple of years, more so. Presents. No. <laughs> I was waiting for it. No, nah, presents. No, not so much. It's now you get a big lunch in. Big lunch, big lunch. Okay. Get on the beverages somewhat early. Right. Again, drinking responsibly as always. Big lunch. Beer full of... Belly full of beers, should I say? Yes. Yeah. Beer full you, of bellies. We knew what you meant. You sit down on the couch just for a little bit. You kind of... Beer still in hand, drink still in hand, and just, you know, you're not off for half an hour, an hour. That's ideal. You get that. Like I'm a huge fan of naps. The sleep, right? Okay. And on on Christmas Day, even more so. Once you're full, you're happy. Okay. You, you know, you're somewhat lit. And then you you, you wake up. You're refreshed, somewhat rejuvenated. Lit. You still got the the alcohol in your system <laughs> that you're ready to back it up for a big shift in the oh. night. Like I remember last year coming around to you guys and. Mm-hmm. I think I was on one leg just about, wasn't yeah. I? I was legless. Legless yeah. from the uh, the uh, bloody Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's a very 
particular tradition that that's to you like oh it is for me now no absolutely that's my tradition and the other big point of that tying it back in every every christmas without a doubt with on tv or watching it myself a tradition is the national lampoons has to be watched that is the big point has to be has to be it gets me into the festive spirit more than anything so that's in terms of food and the drink like you're eating so much food that and you're drinking a fair bit that like the food soaks up the drink you know and you and you go drink more you go back to rose house like we are doing this christmas and you're fine you know, you're, you're, sp- you're pretty much sober. If, if I'm fine by the time I get around here on Christmas Day, I've not done it right. You've done something wrong. So we'll see how we go on that front. But nevertheless, Christmas, it's an awesome time of year. Um, fair play. Let's kick on with our next question. Okay. We've still got a couple to go. So from Brian at Concerts That Made Us Podcast, okay. he asks, you wake up, uh, here we go, sorry. Spit it out. You wake up on Christmas Eve to footsteps on your roof. You start a Santa, you startle Santa, okay. and he falls off your roof. Ooh, what do you do? I'm going to take. Oh. Uh, I was going to go because I hadn't heard this one. This is springing to mind. Is- First off, I'm like, I'm whipping out my phone and taking a video or a picture just to prove that like it's real. But, right. but yeah. still, how would you not like yeah. no. prove that it's not a setup? You know, you know? You know what I'm doing. What? He's he's fallen off your roof. You're liable. I'm taking a sledgehammer to that fool's head. <laughs> like, you got to knock him off at that point because he might have a broken... It's like a horse. If they break their leg, you've got to put him put him down with a right. bullet between the eyes. I reckon Santa gets one to the head and it's lights but, out. Ooh, but okay. why, though? Okay. But why and I slap though? on the coat. But Oh, you're you, going... Yeah. You take over Santa Claus. Marco Bellinelli's taking over <laughs> Santa Claus. Chris Kringle, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> That's, That's my dream to travel the world, and what better way than in a sleigh with oh, how many reindeers we got? Twelve. We've is got it? Twelve. No, isn't there one at the Rudolph? Is it? Isn't it an odd number because Rudolph? Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Can- not and Vixen. And but there's isn't it, it's, it's, a, it's an odd number, mean. isn't it? I I look. I know about twenty years okay. ago, but not. Yeah, look so that up because I I feel like it's an odd number, and I feel like you've. 13's way too, or 12's way too many. Okay. How many reindeer? For nine. nine. Nine, yeah. Oh, I was about to say, that's for better. listeners out there, let us know how many reindeer. That's better, are, nine. So yeah. I, re- I reckon you've got to knock the big man off because you got it partly out of wanting to be Santa and partly because it's the humane thing to do. Sledgehammer to well, the head. Sorry, but ha- how good is it that I can look up how many reindeers Santa has that quickly? Well, imagine like fifty years ago they they you'd have to go not, to a book. They couldn't do that. I did that in three seconds. Jeez, and well, well done to you for that. Well done. Fair to you. But Elon Musk with this Neuralink is supposed to is supposed to be instant. So you want to know how many reindeers there is? Boom, you have nine reindeers. Okay, you know? I like that. Just quickly, is anyone getting the Neuralink? Um, no, not no. straight away. I'll, I'll let, let some just, test testies, chest monkeys just, go ahead. Just quickly because yeah, yeah. we're going to see it tomorrow. Spider-Man, yes. can't wait. It's the most hyped I've ever been for a movie in yes. my life. Um, with great power become, comes great responsibility, Roy. True words have never been spoken. This Neuralink, I tell you what, I'm great going power. I'm tomorrow. You're missing out because this movie, I am absolutely buzzing. It's going to be incredible yep. for me. Hero wise, Spider Man is by far my favourite. Oh, really? Yeah, on. shits Goodness. on everything. Boys, Not man. only because of himself, but the cast of villains. Even Christian Bale's Batman. Oh, that's that's up there. Surely. It's up there yeah. because that's mm. uh, to be honest, The Dark Knight. 
Heath Ledger. One of, if not my favourite movie. Tom Hardy Bane. Uh, yeah, like, really like, good. Really I'm strong. I'm thinking of it. What other good superheroes are there apart from, like, Christian Bale? Captain, Captain America. No, I don't, Iron, I don't, Man. I don't like Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, he's all right. Oh, Chris on. Evans is absolutely just about enough to have me plan for the other team. Do you know why this is? <laughs> That's going to get swept under the carpet, but okay. Do you know what? Do you know Tom what? Holland too, in fairness. Oh, like. It's dead already. And Robert Downey it's Jr. Dead. Oh, Come man. on. It's, uh, uh, it's starting to think I could be playing for both the teams reason, at this point. The reason I don't like a lot of, a lot of these superheroes is because... Oh, dear. I don't like to say it, and maybe I might get a lot of hate. I'm pretty much anti-Marvel. I don't... Really? Yeah. You more and DC? I, no, I'm anti-DC. I, I just haven't watched a lot of their stuff, but... Surely you watch a Mar- Have you seen the Avengers what? Endgame? No. What? Oh. No. The only Iron Man I'm see- I've seen is that guy with the electric whips going like this, you know? Oh, that's unbelievable. This that's is... Sh- this but, is- but I will say Dark Knight is one of the greatest films of all time. Absolutely, without a doubt. Okay. Still doesn't do justice. Redeems the... me. No, it doesn't. It does not. But what was the question? <laughs> oh, I, I feel I like we had a question. Fell off the roof. Oh yeah, I've said we're not. How did we get on to talking about Spider Man and, and DC? DC oh, and what tangents we get on? Oh dearie me. So what? Sure. I said I'd take a photo or a video. You said you'd sledge him. <laughs> oh goodness me! <laughs> Triple H sledgehammer <laughs> to the head. <laughs> Alright, Roy, what have you got then? I feel like these answers say a lot about each person, but look, I reckon if he fell off my roof. Yeah. And. You're helping him? Look, I'm probably giving him a hand, but I'm also saying, look, mate, I've just helped you up. Can I have a few more extra presents? <laughs> Open up the sleigh, big fella. I would. <laughs> Open up the sleigh, chuck the sack over the shoulder, waltz back inside and say, look, Mrs. Claus is on her way. She'll be here soon. And you know, Is she go, your present? Get out of here. I'm not into gilfs, but come on, let's go. <laughs> come okay, on. enough of that. Oh, on to oh. the next question. All right, oh, our last question from our main man, Apex. Big shout out to you, mate. Everything you're doing, phenomenal stuff, Gilf. Come on, I've no, not, not heard that. that one before. Moving on. Apex asks, he asks, Caleb there, we need the origin story. How'd you all get interested in the NBA from Australia? Now... Mm. This is one I feel like we've touched on. Something that for any of our new listeners out there, I think. Oh, who wants to go? I'll, I'll go. go. You go. I'll go. I'll shepherd. As an as a as an NBA fan that originated from like Australia, yeah. Um, and like like Rose said before in an earlier podcast, you don't have that city pride. Mm-hmm. You kind of get drawn to these players. And um, mm. so it was Le- the LeBrons. It was D Wade for Cody. me. It's yeah. particularly my favorite player all time, D Wade. It was like John Wall. So that, that to start with, but then just 2K. 2K yeah. is probably my main yeah. one. It's a really good source for getting into the NBA. Like I remember playing with that, um, the Miami Heat when that, like the dream team. And it was, yeah. if you got Miami Heat in like 2012, Broken. You, Broken. you're winning. You're winning that game anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 2K and just players. Yep. Yeah, for yep. myself, um, you know, it was Kobe. It was Kobe for me that first drew me into the league um, and started, you know, my affiliation with the Lakers. Okay. I just absolutely loved watching the way he played the game, the intensity he played with. Motivation. Uh, you know, from myself, from a sporting background, you know, I really... You know, just resonated with the way he went about things mm. and that kind of killer mentality and just, you know, leave it all on the line. So that kind mm. of started it for me. Um, then kind of through 
high school it developed a little bit. I, I played soccer growing up, so no one when I started the podcast, no one knew I was a basketball fan. Yeah. Like I was kind of a, cl- a closet fan. Off. Can I just say something very quickly and I'll let you go on? The yeah. very very first episode that came out of the Daily Dribble podcast, so I highly implore <laughs> Please don't. people to go listen to Please it. Don't. some don't. of the some don't of the best it. some of the best podcast <laughs> recording off of iPhone ten that you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> But I, six, I reckon it was. I, I, I had known Nick for probably five years prior to that. I yeah. had not known in those prior five no. years that he was an NBA fan. Yeah. Surprise to me when I see a bloody NBA podcast created by yours truly, Nick Zamet. It, it, I think you growing up, Nick, as you were mentioning, you're, you're a big soccer player. Mm. No one knew you were an NBA yeah. fan, which was... Highly surprising to myself, and I think probably yeah, Lee as well. Yeah, but, yeah. And well, and I guess from there, it kind of then really, you know, big big fan, big fan, followed the league, everything else. But then, kind of having this idea and wanting, I guess, some way to kind of, you know, because I, I didn't, I didn't share it with anyone, but having a way, like an outlet for it, for sure, um, was really, you know, it was. Something I thought about and thought about and thought about, and something I didn't want to do because it like it is. You know, for anyone who hasn't done public speaking or spoken on a microphone or, you know, sharing it to people. It takes a lot of courage, especially to start off with. And it does. And just sharing it, you're always, like, in this day and age, we're always worried about what people think of us. Um, But for me, that just enhanced my love for the game even more, being able to just dedicate myself to something. Um, And, you know, I, I truly believe as much, you know, I'm a big soccer player, I love... I love every sport. I will watch anything that's on from canoeing to bloody Korean women's volleyball. I will watch it. Doesn't matter. But I truly believe the NBA and basketball as a whole is the most enthralling sport. Yeah. A big part of that being what happens on the court. A big part, you know, there is always something going on within the league off the court, which is awesome for us as content creators. Yes. Um, So, yeah, for me, it started with Kobe and just kind of built from there. Yeah. Wow, what a long-winded answer. Shut up, idiot. No, I'm glad you glad you got all that out. Um, my, mine is really a combination between the two, to be honest with you. Um, my first interaction with NBA was in 2008. Yeah. Bought 2K8. Chris NBA, Paul New Orleans on the cover. On the cover. Um, okay. PS2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But anyway, that's besides the point. That is when I sort of... T- Took a bit of a liking into the NBA. I was playing it on the PlayStation, which is which is a strange way to get into the NBA without actually knowing much about it. Mm. But um, it's a good way, though, isn't it, for the sense yeah. of getting to know the players, getting to just actually because whenever you're playing video games, you're enjoying it, so oh. you're enjoying the sport. Absolutely, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, and then in t- in the same year, in two thousand and eight, one of my best mates in school was a huge Boston Celtics fan who actually coincided with me getting into the Boston Celtics. It was when they were probably in their most recent prime with KG, Paul Pierce, yeah. Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo in his early years. Um, and at, following a team in the NBA who is performing really well from the get-go, yeah. it's a way to keep you enthralled into yeah. the game. Um, and I guess for me also... At this time, league NBA League Pass wasn't really a thing for yeah. as far as I was aware. Was but like, we, what was it like SVS One or something? We, it was on a it was on a um, uh, it was on a free to air channel down here. Um, Seven mate, for those wondering, but it, basically we were shown two games a week, and those two games I watched every every two games throughout yeah. that week, and 
my love for NBA just grew with the with more exposure that I had to it. So, and compared to many other leagues, you're always there's games every day. You're always involved. Yes. If soccer or AFL here in Australia, you you wait for the weekend. Yes, and it's yeah. awesome on the weekend. You've got heaps of content to consume. But when Monday rolls around, it's like, well, shit, what do I do now? But the NBA, it's, there's, it's always going on. There's always something happening. I do, I do need to say, with the yep. NBA, we are somewhat lucky. I know with work, it's hard to watch it, but we're lucky with the times. Because you look at like the, yep. the, the time differential, I'm talking about to the viewers, but you look at like soccer. Like You like soccer, there's 3 a.m. games, yeah, and that's a normal. That's... We get and in Tassie, for like you listeners <laughs> over in America and wherever else, we get games from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yep. For, for basketball. So on the weekend, sometimes I just dedicate my whole Sunday. I've yeah. liked to watch like yeah. three games, you know. I, I Just quickly, I remember the, the night that, um, you know, it was a couple of, ep- I think it was a couple of episodes in. Yes. And I think it was you that I posed it to first row. I said about potentially joining the podcast. Yes. Yep. I remember when we were saying, right, Lee, we'll get on to him. You came home. I and I said, mate, I've got the big news. I've got something yeah. to post you. And you thought I was proposing to, yeah. to Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the moment I came big home. Big news. I was working at a pizza joint. I was making pizzas. I came home, full kitted out in my pizza uniform. Nick was like, i got to tell you something that's pretty big. I'm going to propose something to you. I think that was the main word, propose. Yes. I was like, are you proposing to my sister? Right proposing now? to you? I, I thought he was asking my permission to propose to Annabelle. And then he said, do you want to be the pod? And I was like, without a doubt. Without if, a doubt. if I had have just said at that point, knowing where we were in our relationship at that point, if I had have said, right, I'm proposing to your sister, what would you have said at that well, point? Well, I was prepared to say, of course. Of course. Spot on. You know, Carries what? over to now? Of course, even more so. Ah, look out, danger. Yes. Yep, if you absolutely. like it, then you better put a ring on it. No, <laughs> There you go, no true words ever oh. spoken. Don't worry about what I said. Fellas. I can see a guy doing a wheelie down the street. Yeah, we have got anyway. some hoons running around out here at the minute. <laughs> hot lap. And it's been a hot lap here in the Daily Dribble studio, guys. Yes. It has been a massive episode. Um, you know, we can't thank each and every one of you enough for who's, um, you know, sent in your questions. And not only that, you know, we've got, uh, we'll have next week off. Actually, the next time we record, it'll probably be on New Year's Day or in the new year. It'll be 2022, that's So for sure. just on that point, um, a big, big thank you to everyone that supported us this year. We cannot thank you all enough. Yep. We have, uh, it will be New Year's Day. Yes. It has been a phenomenal ride again this year. As we've, like, we've achieved a lot this year, I yep. feel. Like we've spoken about it. We've moved into this new studio. We've started recording video podcasts. We released merchandise. Unfortunately, due to COVID issues, um, our supplier had to shut down. We are still on the hunt for another one. We're, you know, always in conversations, always got things in the works. So we've got a big 2022 on the cards. We'll probably speak about that in our next episode. But we can't thank you all enough for all of your support this year. As we said, we're marching towards 2,000 followers, a wicked milestone, a bit of a little pat on the back for the ego there. But yeah. Um, you know, as we said, it's awesome to have now built a bit of a community. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's been another wicked year, hasn't it, lads? It has. I love it. I can't believe, like, what are we, like, one and a half, two years through the pub? Yeah, about two years. It's flying, hasn't it? It's flying. It's gone really quickly. It's gone really quickly. And it's um, it's just like a metaphor for, like, life. Like, life goes quickly. Like, I remember our first episode, I sounded like a mouse on a mountain. I was so quiet on the episode. (laughs) 
Well, it just and comes it, with confidence with the exactly, podcast, yeah. isn't it? Like just confidence in public speaking. And I think the podcast has come a long way since, so, since our first episode. So now just slightly digressing before we wind up, one more question. In terms of now, do you feel you're at the point, like if you're put in a situation where you don't know many people, mm. are you to that point where you feel confident going up and speaking to people? Just Oh, so much chewing more, ear off. So much more confident than maybe this time before the, well, before the podcast, I would say. Yep. It just comes with speaking, knowing that you'll be viewed by people, even though it's not live. Mm. You know that people will be listening, people will be watching. Um, so I think it, it, it helps massively. And I and the fact, I don't, I don't see it as a bad thing when I put it this way, mm. like being able to speak bullshit. Yes. Like I think just having the ability, whoever you're with in any situation, like last night I went to this event, as I said, Annabelle's work dinner and meeting and speaking to people I'd never met before, but just having the ability to, whoever you're with, adapting and being able to hold a conversation mm. is awesome. It's oh, so it's much fun. And so much fun. Asia, like... Having a podcast. Your partner, Aisha, there, Lee? Having a pot, yeah, my, my girlfriend. Might want to reference that. Yeah, I don't... There you go. My, I was saying to her the other day, like, having a podcast is a great conversation starter. Yep. Because you can go from so many levels from there. Like, yes. you, And you don't say, like, oh, I have a podcast, I have a podcast. You just, like, ease your way into it. Like, yeah, do you like basketball at all? Yeah. Or do you like any sports, basketball? I have a basketball podcast. Do you, like your best in, friend for the rest of your life into sports yes. that's where it's at people coming in for sporting apparel i'm like oh you know you, you're looking for a houston rockets hat there guess what <laughs> mate by the way speaking of the houston speaking rockets. of the rockets i actually mentioned john wall the other week on the pod but oh, um i reckon you've had that exact conversation i many a time big shout out, out as well just quickly lastly before we end major sponsors there at Intersport. It is my last week at the company there oh. i conclude my time on christmas eave what a journey um, been a hell of a you journey. Wouldn't have, isn't it crazy? You wouldn't have got that job if it wasn't for the pod. No, bollocks, I would have. <laughs> no, he's gone. No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have at, at all. And it I remember just, well. you know, a little throwback here. Uh, I think you had prior commitments that night. But Ro and I, when we went to our meeting for that, that partnership agreement and, you know, we kind of went in like, oh, shit, this is... Nerve-wracking. This is nerve-wracking. This is quite daunting. Yeah. This is the first time either of us have ever done anything like this. Yes. And we left and we were like, wow, we can't wait to do that again. Yeah, And even, you know, having guests on the show and, you know, we've appeared on others' podcasts, things like that, that really is a wicked journey and... It really feels like we're shutting down the pot. Yeah, we're not. Like we're never going to do a pot again. We're not. We're having a. We're having we're one week off. Having a break. Ne- we're not going to do next week. We're coming back on New Year's Day. Yeah, Chris- Christmas yeah. Day next week, so we won't be there. But next week, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Wow, what a joke! Let's get on with it. All emotional and sad. Yeah, it and- actually is. I no. actually cry. If we- oh. <laughs> Guys, hey, just quickly, we're well and truly deep into the piece now, but. Um, you know, we certainly hope you all got, you all have a wonderful Christmas. I know. Hope you had a laugh from the pod. Yes. You know, it if, was a funny. If one. you're not face down, you're not doing it right. <laughs> so have an absolute blast. We will be sure to keep you guys up to date with all the latest from the NBA and NBL. It's really an exciting little period for the NBA. Yeah. Fingers crossed the league doesn't shut down yeah. and that we get our slate of Christmas. Well, in the US, Christmas Day games. Absolutely. Boxing sorry, Day here in Australia. Sorry the webcam was a bit off. Like, it's had its ups and downs this hour. Technical issues. We, it's, Yeah, it's been laggy, but look. You know what? New Year, new us. <laughs> we can't promise this that. This has made but, me want to, like, say to you after the pod, I was going to say, we need to invest in, like, just a proper camera. No, it's not the camera. It's the Wi-Fi. Yeah, but if we had a camera, we could just, yeah. Better okay, be getting a big matter. Christmas bonus then. 
Yes. But, um, yeah, guys, once again, we can't thank you enough. Is there anything else, you fellas? We've, uh, we've, we've chewed some ears off now. If you're still with us listening in this deep into it, big who, shout who, out to you guys. Who's playing Christmas Day? Who's playing? Uh, oh, yeah, no, do you no, want no. me to pull it up real quick, just no, quickly? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It's, it's, it's a good slate of games. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your New Year. We'll be back with a new episode on New Year's Day. Well... Look, Nick, I do have something before we go. Look, Look I, I'm a big one for early Christmas presents. Yeah, um, I, I like I like to gift things to people who I who I love in my life. You're the gift I, that I, keeps I, on giving. I've got a gift for you guys. Now, I'm sure you'll love it. And if I, it's not another drink, I don't want it. I'd lo- <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure you will. Let me just bring it out. Nick Rowan Lee. Oh! Oh! Christmas. Um, I appreciate the support. I've heard there's a new Giddy segment out. So, oh, my God. Uh, I appreciate that. It's, it's good to have people back home um, supporting me and showing love. So it uh, means a lot. Um, I hope you guys have a good Christmas, and I hope you know I can keep giving you guys stuff to talk about um, in the new segment you got going. So um, keep up the good work, and have a good Christmas. Oh, oh let's go. Oh, wait, wait. Now we'll put this up for for everyone, <laughs> everyone listening oh. and, and looking on the YouTube. Um, but uh, we've just had a shout out from one of our favourites, if not the favourite, the, the favourite, Joshy Giddy. Oh, he's given cool. us a little Christmas oh. Christmas gift. It's oh. a Christmas miracle, dearie mate. What Shit. what a man! What a man! That wow, mate! That has made my Christmas. <laughs> Oh, we, lo- we love it. Let's go. That's crazy. Can I just say, he's like, he's sounding American. I know. He's got a little bit of American tinge to his I voice. tell you what, him and, for anyone out there who's seen Outer Banks, him yeah. and John B, the main character. Yeah. Spitting image. Spitting image. That, yeah, true. that is unreal. It's, and again, just, again, coming back to the podcast, it's awesome the way it's developed segment, having these. That like is this. a Christmas present. Wow, that that's unreal. Like that's my early giddy. Christmas present. It's like that for me. That oh for, for the podcast, I reckon that's one of my crowning moments. I've and for all of us now, we've just the process of seeing this guy mentioning him before he was yeah. in the NBL, yes. coming into the NBL, bowling out, making the transition to the NBA with the OKC Thunder. That and now look at that. That. Oh, you crazy. can't make I, this stuff up. I can't wipe the smile off my face. Oh, it was, it's actually man. one of the highlights of our career. That's unbelievable. We will put that up on the socials we during will. the week because I'm going to have that on goddamn repeat. <laughs> um, oh, you cut it. Oh, That's so cool. It's and hard to comprehend. You know, stuff like this is what makes it all worthwhile. Mm. That's... Jeez. That's unreal. I might just uh, we might have to wrap this up. I'm going to go to the bathroom and have a little cry. End, a good, end on a good note. End on a good note, guys. Can't thank you all enough once again. Big thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sending in all your questions. We will be back in 2022, New Year's oh, Day, wow. with another massive episode. We hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you once again, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Till then, love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>